Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you with the hungry for the gospel. I pray that, Lord, you anoint me, you cleanse me, you forgive me, and you give me words to speak to my dear brothers and sisters at this church from different contexts, from where I serve and where I live. But I pray that God will be glorified. Teach us to follow you, obey you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Before I speak, I have a song. It shows the goodness and the love of my father towards me. In English and in Kiswahili. Kiswahili is my national language. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. Is so good to me. Then in Swahili, Mungu yumwema, Mungu yumwema, Mungu yumwema, yumwema kwangu. Mungu yumwema, Mungu yumwema, Mungu yomwema, yomwema kwangum. Good morning. Anytime I come to this big country, I am reminded of one funny story. When I first came to the United States, I came to school in Pennsylvania in a small town, Embridge. And uh, a friend of mine took me to the restaurant. It was my first time to go to the re American restaurant. And then my brother said, Sadok, today you will eat hot dog. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I got a shock. <laughs> and I said, in Africa, we don't eat dog. And now my friend and my brother is saying, I will eat hot dog. What does this mean? So I was nervous. They brought a hot dog. And my brother, when he was looking at me, I was not eating. And he said, my friend, what is wrong? Why, why are you not having your lunch? Then I asked him a question. I said, Can I, I need a clarification. Is, is this really dog or uh, this is beef of dog? Because in Africa, we don't eat dog. And he laughed, he laughed, he laughed. My brother, I am Sadok. By the grace of God, I am the Bishop of the Anglican Diocese of Western Tanganyika in Tanzania. Uh, I have one wife. She's with me but uh, she's, I think, praying for me somewhere. <laughs> we are blessed to have five children, two boys and three girls. Uh, 
the three girls are staying in Boston. They came to school, and um, my son is in Texas. He is studying a PhD in mathematics, uh, and my other son is in Tanzania. I wanted to bring many greetings from your dear brothers and sisters in the Diocese of Western Tanganyika. In the Diocese of Western Tanganyika, before I speak on the gospel today, briefly, I just want to share with you what we are doing. We are involved with the many activities, but our priority is evangelism. Evangelism reaching unchurched people, planting new churches. And we have a very exciting program in our diocese. We call church planting program. These days, we do not get many missionaries from Western countries. So we decided to train our own local people. We trained them at Kasulu Bible College for three months, and then six months, and then uh, nine months. After training how to plant a church, normally we bring those local missionaries to the church with their Bible on the right-hand side and the bicycle on the left-hand side. Uh, then we commission, just as Jesus sent those disciples this has been a very exciting program because almost every year there are more than 20 new churches planted. Every year in the diocese there are more than uh, 12 new parishes planted in the diocese. And it is my vision to plant not less than 10 every year. And that is why the church keep growing. It keep growing because evangelism is our priority. But also I would like to uh, say before you a special request to this church. We are in a great need of an English teacher. Uh, in Tanzania, English is our second language. And uh, we do speak Kiswahili. But we have been looking for English teachers who could come to help uh, our students at Kasul Bible College and at the secondary school of the diocese. But also, I'm praying that God may call somebody who can help us to teach computer, even on a short, short term. These are my two requests, which I thought it is very important to share with you. Uh, and if God is calling you, I will be very happy to talk to you after the sermon. Because in the, book of, in the book of Acts, Paul had a vision. In that vision, he saw a man. A man was crying and shouting, say, come over to Macedonia and help us. And where is Macedonia? Macedonia is any place where there is a need. And I do understand from the very bottom of my heart, you Americans, God has blessed you so much. You have the technology, you have the resources. If God can really touch you, I believe you can change and transform 
the whole world. Very unfortunately, the majority of many people do not need God. On your money, there are very beautiful words, in God we trust. We always hear some stories. I'm not sure whether it's true or wrong. Some people say they don't need those words. In God we trust. What does it mean? God is our Savior. My friends, I am standing before you with a great joy. I want to thank the rector of this parish, uh, Geoffrey, who has given me this pulpit. He is not here, but he trusts me that I will speak the gospel, nothing else. And this is my message. Uh, but also I want to thank a group of people from this church who have been in Tanzania in the Diocese of Western Tanganyika. Several groups, two groups or three groups have been coming. But thirdly, I wanted to thank uh, my hosts. At the moment, I'm staying with Idela, and uh, last night, last two nights I spent with, the, with the, another couple. They have been taking care of me very well. Uh, they have fed me good food, thank you. And yesterday, they took me to see the world of Coca-Cola. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that, that was really very, 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 very good. I see the headquarters of CNN. We always see CNN in Tanzania, but now I have seen and touch and take photos. I'm so excited. And I thank the Almighty God who changed my life in 1976. I was far away. I was a nominal Christian. And I did not like to serve in the church. When I was in school, my vision and my plan was to become a pilot. I wanted to fly with big jets. But when I was in a church, sitting behind, I heard a direct voice calling me, Sadok, I need you to save you to save me like, like those people. So I wanted to thank God the Father who called me in the ministry. Not because I deserve, but it is because of his grace. Now let us go back to the story of the prodigal son from the gospel we read this morning. I like very much this story, which Jesus spoke to the Pharisees and the tax collectors. Some tax collectors and the Pharisees saw Jesus eating, welcoming the sinners. And then those people, the Pharisees, they began to questioning Jesus. Who is this fellow man? Who can welcome and eat together with these sinners? And then Jesus replied with this very exciting story of a lost son. And in this parable, in this parable, Jesus is explaining clearly that every single person on this planet, every person has an importance before the Lord. Because he was only one lost. Uh, Jesus is trying to show how he cares the lost one. Jesus is trying to explain to these people 
how he died on the cross for the sinners, not for the righteous one. And I like this lost son. He went far away. He took all his position. But after he has now starving, suffering, he made a very important decision. He turned back. In another language, he repent. Repentance means turning back. In Greek, metonel. You are going in this direction, then you turn. And repentance is um, very important in East African revival because it is the cause of the growth of the church in East Africa. When we talk of East African revival, started by two people from Rwanda. One was uh, a missionary from England. His name, George Church. Another was a local pastor from Rwanda. His name was Paul Sibambi. These people have been working together for several years. But there was no good outcome in their ministry. There was no changes in their, in their, in their work. And one day, they sat down and asked a question. What is wrong with our ministry? Why we cannot see growth? Then they discovered there was a war between them. There was a gap. There was no any relationship between those two people. So one of them began to repent and say, I apologize, please forgive me. And another one said, I apologize and I repent, please forgive me. So it is when repentance and real forgiveness happen during 1940s, the fire of revival began, spread from Gahini, Rwanda, came to Uganda and Kenya and Tanzania. People were on fire because there was repentance. So what we learn from this lost son is repentance. When he came, and he say, I do not deserve, he went to his father and say, I do not deserve to be your son. I have sinned against you and against heaven. And he wanted to say, please forgive me. So repentance is very important. Anytime I make a mistake before my wife, I don't like to say many words. I always say, my wife, I'm sorry, please forgive me. So one thing we see is repentance. But second, we see, we see a loving father who has unconditional love. So when the lost son was going to his father, he began to explain his father did not listen. He just called his servants to say, bring the garment and clothed him. Bring the ring and put on his finger. Bring the shoes and put him. And just slaughter a calf and let us eat and drink and rejoice. For my son was lost. Now he has been found. He was dead. Now he is alive. So this story reminds us how our loving father loved us. He loved me. He has brought me to this big country because of his love. I, have not, I did not bring anything. I have brought the message of love 
to the people. It is, and it is this message of love from our Lord Jesus Christ, and particularly this period of Lent, can change our life, can transform, can rebuild your broken marriage. It is only the love of God who loved the people, who loved all people, and he loved me. He loved me because he saved my sins when I was a teenager. It was in 1976. Just as I said before, I used it to sing in a choir. I used it to go to the church. I used it to do everything. But if you ask me who Jesus was in your life, I could not tell you. It happened one day when I was in high school. Some people, they came to preach about repentance. And the message touched my heart. When they invited the people who wanted to commit their lives to the Lord, when I wanted to stand up, a friend of mine, I still remember that story. He took, he, he, he get my, my trouser and pulled down, say, Sadok, do not stand, please. But I did not sleep well. I did not commit my life on that day. Then I made a decision. I said, tomorrow I will go back again. And, and if they will offer another opportunity for people to accept Jesus, then I will, I will be the first one. The second day I went, and uh, to be honest, when he was preaching, I was not listening. I was praying in my heart, let him finish the sermon and invite people, and I will go. So when he invited people, I did not look on my left-hand side, nor on my right-hand side, and I did not walk, I ran quickly in front with the tears from my eyes. And I say, I'm a sinner. I, I, need to, I need to be born again. They prayed for me, and I received Jesus. I became one of his children. After receiving Jesus, I began witnessing my fellow student what has happened to me. So when I was sharing the love of God, one student said, Sadok, we think you have malaria. <laughs> because you see, in Africa, malaria is common. He ran. He called the doctor. And the doctor came. It was around 10. I was witnessing my students what has happened to me. And the doctor came with a chloroquine injection and the tablets. And he said, Sadok, are you okay? I said, I'm okay. Don't you have malaria? I say, no. And he touched He said, can I measure the temperature of your body? I say, please, you check. And then I said, if I have malaria, then it's malaria of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and uh, then he said, uh, you are crazy. He went. So, from the, the story of the lost son, we see the father who loves all people. We see the father who loves people from all countries. He loves the black, he loves the white. He loves men, he loves women. He loves all people from all over the world. Only what we need to do is to turn and tell our father and say, we have sinned against you. We do not deserve to be your children. 
sometimes I understand it is very difficult for people to, to say, I'm, I'm a sinner. It's very difficult for a person to say, please, I, I apologize. I always like to repent, even public. I can make a public repentance because I understand it is through repentance I can receive forgiveness from the Lord. So this is the second thing we learn from this story of the lost son. But the third thing we learn is not a good example. It's about the elder, the, the elder brother, who was away and when he came, he hear noise. And then he asked what is going on. They told him the story and he was very angry. He went to his father and say, I have been with you for so many years. I never wrong you. I never do anything wrong against you. But you never have a celebration for me. And that is not true. That was not true. He, he thought he deserved. We are wrong if we say we deserve before the Lord. It is by his grace we have been able even to come to the church. How many people from Atlanta who are not going to the church this morning? So many. But this we should not say we deserve. We are the righteous people. We are, particularly for you, you could say we are the only big nation. No, before the Lord we are all sinners. It is when we look at the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for all sinners, we all can receive forgiveness. Let us ask our Lord Jesus Christ, who died on the cross, let us repent our sins. Let us ask him forgiveness. Let us turn back to God to say, God, we have sinned against you. Let us go and, and ask our Father to forgive our sins. And it is only true repentance and forgiveness can bring a joy. You see, my dear friends, when you come to Africa, you will see we do not have much. But the people in Tanzania are very happy. I don't know why they are very happy. They are very happy because we do have Jesus. I would like to conclude my sermon just to continue ask you to pray for my work. We are working in Tanzania with so many challenges. One of the big challenges I do have is, as I like evangelism, but it is very difficult to plant churches around the Lake Tanganyika shore. There is no any road to get there. We have to get a boat. And at the moment, our diocese do not have a motorboat which can take a group of evangelists or the group of preachers to that area to preach the gospel. Last year, we went. I went, I hired a boat with a group of choir. But because it was a small boat, after 30, 20 minutes, the boat began sinking, sinking in the lake. And we were almost losing our life. We thank God we did not die. So, may I ask you to pray for my work in Tanzania, to pray for the Diocese of Western Tanganyika, 
to pray for what God is doing there among the poor people who do not have much, but they are doing wonderful work. Currently, there are over 30 different churches which are under construction. And normally, the Christians will raise the wall and build and then come to the bishop to say, Bishop, we need the roofing materials. But I do not have roofing materials. One church may cost uh, 2000 depending on the size of the church. Another may cost 3000 US dollars, depending on the size of the church. But God, God is doing a wonderful work in Tanzania. And, but also, I want you, as I, I pray, pray for the relationship between Christians and Muslims in Tanzania. Tanzania is a very unique country with the peace. For so many years, we have a very good relationship between Christians and Muslims. Recently, we hear bad things in Zanzibar. Some few churches have been burnt, and they, they assassinate the priest. They killed another pastor. Those are some of the things which are happening in Tanzania, which we are not expecting for many years. Tanzania has been a home of many refugees. May God bless you. May God bless this beautiful country. It's a beautiful but cold weather. We don't like cold weather, but God is so good. Father, we thank you for the time I have come to share what you are doing in my diocese. I pray for all saints' church. I thank you for their love. I thank you for their support. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.